So, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Turned to the other and said, we don't know how lucky we are. And the Cuban stopped and said, how lucky you are. I had some place to escape to. And in that sentence, he told us the entire story. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. I'm saying that you cannot say that numbers collected at the employer's place of business reflect simply the employer's policies. Those, num those numbers reflect underlying conditions in the whole society, just as numbers collected at the hospital do not show you that people are sick because they're in the hospital. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're tuning in to The Unveiled Patriot with yours truly, Travis Masterbone, and this is Convo number 14, The Return of Adriana Albritton. The Return of Adriana Albritton. Our last combo was a great one. I needed her back by popular demand. There was a few topics that we did not get to touch base on. Uh, she, again, is an author, blogger, fitness enthusiast, owner of her company Fit and All, F-I-T-N-A-L-L. And she's back to pick up where we left off. Plenty more to add to the stew on top of that with the issues that are going on right now. Uh, we're going to get back into the New York COVID madness and specifically dive into her lawsuit against Governor Hochul. Uh, she's going to go into other insane laws being passed in regards to children, masks, vaccines, passports, etc. Uh, we also jump into big pharma, government corruption, um, mass psychosis, of course. Uh, and also we touch base on the importance of local grassroots activism and education towards our Constitution. And we dare to jump into the topics of the Canadian trucker convoy, Justin Trudeau, and of course, the stuff happening right now in Ukraine and how untrustworthy our media is once again. And no, we do not think we are foreign policy experts. Trust me, you can change the channel if it isn't your cup of tea. We wanted to talk about it, and we did. So here she is again, Adriana Albritton. Hello, Adriana. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, such a pleasure. Yeah, popular demand, right? <laughs> Guess so. No, you did great last time. I really enjoyed our conversation. And uh, just for people who didn't tune into it last time, just do a quick little... Uh, intro again of yes. who you are, what you do, and we'll go yes. from there. So I have a blog. It's pretty much about fitness and health. Uh, it's called Fitanol, F-I-T-N-A-L-L.com. I also have a book called 28 Days to a New Life. And uh, my background is in mental health. I have a master's in forensic psychology where I used to treat patients, um, um, you know, pretty much inmates um, at Rikers Island. I did that for several years. And then after I, you know, wanted something more flexible after having my son. So I just, I'm doing fitness, nutrition, and life coaching nowadays. And and you do private clients too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Do you work like at a, like a gym near you or? Um, pretty much the people that I see, they have gyms at the house. So Okay. Well, that's yeah. convenient. Yeah. I'm in the yeah. same industry. And so yeah. I travel to people. I do virtual. They come to me. Yeah. I, I work at a club just to poach and. 
So I've yeah. always, I'm going to do that for the rest of my life. It's important. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. That's Especially, something that you know, we need to do. Everybody needs to be doing exercising a little bit more. Yeah. Not getting our health advice from Bill Gates. <laughs> or from Fauci, exactly. <laughs> or, yeah, Otherwise, the, we will be in the house with, uh, with no oxygen, no sunlight, no vitamins, just waiting until we get a virus and not going to get treated by staying home and waiting until our oxygen levels are really low and then going to a hospital to get killed. Right. No, thanks. <laughs> all, the, all the above. And the tinfoil hat on because you just state some very logical stuff of people just taking care of their health. Have you seen that video? Or I think Joe Rogan recently just slammed Bill Gates in particular. He's mm -hmm. like, why are we getting our health advice from this guy? Like he has a pouch, he has man boobs. His, yeah. arm, his arms are thin, but somehow, some way he's oh become, God. he's become this overlord of health. And it's like, it's just a common sense thing. This is not a partisan thing. <laughs> totally. Totally. It's like, you know, if you can, if you obviously don't show that you know anything about health, what are you recommending, you know, all these things, what to do? Yeah. And it's, and it's just clearly we see vaccines for him and it's, it's so yeah. sad because even today, like people are being much more um, aware that the masks are not needed. Everyone doesn't have to flip out, at least for me here in Arizona. Yeah. And if we do see someone with a mask, I literally look at them like, wow, what are you doing still? Like kind of freakish stuff. I saw a lady with a mask and the face shield inside oh the club. Not one other person in the whole entire club was wearing a mask, but she was. And I was just like, man, like people are still under this hypnosis, like seriously. And uh, it's a shame they don't even want to consider what health impacts that mask can do for them or do to them if right. worn in overdrive. Um, but yeah, we're going to get into all that. Last time we talked about a lot of stuff. We brought you back because we did not get to some important stuff that you are involved in. Um, briefly go over your current situation in New York. I know it's big headlines right now that they're lifting the mask mandates. Uh, you said yeah, this yeah, week. I think, or... uh, <laughs> she, she thinks that, um, you know, the governor, um, yep. who's the governor? She thinks, uh, it's, uh, Hochul, um, Catherine Hochul. No, and Catherine she, Hochul. you know, she came after Cuomo resigned because of his, uh, sexual misconduct allegations, and um misconduct yeah <laughs> you don't get he lost his job right but, but supposedly so, every, every, everything was thrown out you know all the court everything just got i guess everybody got paid off oh really that. he didn't nothing yep. happened so he just nothing. he's just off the map now yep that's crazy yep. power crazy. power is a funny thing so governor Hochul, that's the governor now unelected by the people what right. is she, what is she doing right now? Well, she came to power, I guess, in August of 2021. And, um, you know, we're like, oh, thank God Cuomo is gone. And this one, she's she's 10 times worse than him. She's she came in on a power trip, you know, in, with the mask mandates, um, with the vaccines and talking about, you know, like. In most states that surround us, all the mask mandates have been lifted for a while. And she is still talking about how, you know, people are dying, the kids are dying from COVID. And meanwhile, nothing like that is happening. 
And, you know, the poor kids, they are suffering so much, um, not only physically, because there are many, many side effects related to masks. You know, one of them is called mask-induced exhaustion syndrome, in which, you know, if you are wearing a mask all day, like eight hours out of the day, that's terrible because you're just breathing, you know, the, the stuff that it should be out of your body and you just bring, bring in it all day. So, you know, the kids are having like headaches, nosebleeds, you know, a lot of serious, but you know, the skin over here is getting messed up. It's, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. It, and it messes up a lot of things, uh, bacteria in our mouth, the bacteria yeah. that's in our mouth, um, it, our regulation of temperature, and then yeah. the psychological is what really, really ticks me off because it's true. That's, How are yeah. they supposed to observe um, people saying words, sentences, what have you, expression, learning how to say things correctly and then pronouncing them correctly, but then also mm -hmm. just being able to see expression. These are big right. things that play roles in how a child develops. And these masks, this almost felt like common sense considering um, their risk, which is extremely totally. low, if not totally right, they are like ninety nine point nine nine eight percent survivability, you know, survivability rate with the virus. So it's absolutely no scientific reason for them to be wearing a mask, mm -hmm. and they are being damaged. You know, like a lot of kids, you know, we're seeing now they have a lot of anxiety issues because you know all this craziness telling them that you know they're gonna kill the grandparents, they're gonna kill the parents, you know, wear the mask. You know, they a lot of bad stuff are happening with them. It's just so you know, a few parents we decided to sue the governor, and we actually won. Nice. Uh, that was in January, yes. Um, and the we went to the Supreme Court, and the judge said that whatever she's doing is unconstitutional. And you know, what happened is that in so the state of emergency generally is given for three months. And she keeps extending it. Now, okay. the last time she extended it, she, you know, because she knows she's not supposed to do that, right? So she did it through the Department of Health. So the Department of Health extended it. And then that's what they were able to keep the masks. And then, um, so then we're like, well, she's, you know, she's not supposed to do that. Then we took it to court. We won. And the same day, she took it to the, to the you know, to the court and she appealed. Mm -hmm. So the kids got to go to school without a mask for one day. And the next day they were told, no, you have to put the mask on because she's appealing. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you win a lawsuit, right? Whatever law it was before, like her unconstitutional mandates, that has to go. Unless, you know, she wins the appeal, right? But in this case, she chose a judge that said, oh, okay, so you can stay with your mandates in the meantime until we get to um, to the, until we, we go through all the information with your appeal. That never happened before. I don't know if you have been involved with any kind of like court procedures, but when you go to court and they tell you, okay, you win this case, then that's what's supposed to go. And here the corruption is just so unbelievable that they allow her to maintain her unconstitutional mandate and you know the poor kids are the ones who are suffering. It's terrible. Okay, so you specifically sued for the children wearing the mask. Yeah. And she unconstitutionally extended her emergency powers, which is supposed to be three months. Right, and, and now she just extended it again in February, like week and a half ago. 
Okay. So with that being said, what's all this uh, crap I'm reading about these mandates being lifted uh, this so, week? I guess she's been feeling the pressure because all the states around the New York, they all drop the masks, which, you know, other states like in the South, you know, I know I talk to people all over the country and, you know, everybody's like, no, we don't have, we don't have masks in Tennessee. I know people in, you know, in obviously in Florida, which, you know, what, what a wonderful governor they have. Same here. Uh, so, you know, they live normal lives. Meanwhile, here, you know, if you want to go to a restaurant, they ask you for a vaccine card. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So, so then, you know, she heard that all the states surrounding, you know, they drop all the masks mandates. And she was like, well, we have to, you know, still keep it on for a little while. We're going to look at the numbers. What numbers? There are no numbers. <laughs> the, co- the COVID virus that's going on right now is, milder than the flu you know people get it for a few hours and that's it Uh, which is you know what happens with viruses they get milder or milder most most of them so um, eventually i guess she has been hearing also that a lot of republican that people are very pissed off and people are becoming more republican just because they want her out so then yesterday she um she said well the mask mandates will be lifted for the kids in uh, on Monday on the on the second on the on the second of March so on Wednesday. Yeah, and it's the same song and dance. The left pushing people to the right because mm-hmm. of their crazy policies and their crazy ideologies. That is really terrifyingly coming to fruition. I mean, it's just been lingering in New York. Um, it's a shame because I've been to New York. Um, years ago, and I loved it, and I will. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm hesitant to ever go back. Like I, I don't, don't want to deal with all here. that. Any, any, don't come anytime soon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it just doesn't seem like it will be a happy trip, and I will be ostracized yeah. on pretty much everything. And so, um, with that being said, um, you know, how has it been for yourself? Like you just recently started posting about all this stuff. Uh, clear uh how did yeah. you your peers like how do they feel about you and how has everyone reacted to you just giving out this information which is extremely useful well you know there are these polarizing sites and um so i moved to long island right because long island is a little bit less democratic you know but less liberal modern liberal yeah Um, so then I moved here because, uh, you know, for my son with the, with the crazy stuff that going on there, I had to get, get him out. So I moved here like six months ago and, um, you know, I've been connecting with people and yeah, people are a little bit more, more, um, using critical thinking skills. Um, but still, there are still a lot of people who are brainwashed. Like, for instance, I had a birthday party for my son, you know, like last month. And then, uh, you know, some of the kids I invited, then, you know, when when we got the win about the the lawsuit, you know, I sent a text to some of the mothers that I met. I'm like, oh, well, you know, we'll have to send the kids with masks. And a lot of them were just like, no reply. <laughs> I guess they just want the kids <laughs> with the mask. So I was like, all right. But, um, but I connected with a group of parents who are, you know, so we form a group on Facebook for um, against mandates. So we are being very um, active 
and we go to the board meetings and we are going to rallies and stuff like that because a lot of uh, people are just very scared despite that nothing is going on. You know, one thing that we have to say is that after two years, they have done a wonderful job at terrifying people. And mm-hmm. people have been brainwashed into believing that they are at risk, that they can die anytime. Yeah. And especially with all this war going on. Now, oh, yeah. I read some article uh, where they, I forgot who posted it and where it was from, but they mentioned like, oh, like in case of a nuclear explosion, make sure you're wearing your mask six feet apart or something like that. They they somehow interlinked it, like almost to merge the fears of like, Oh yeah. Forget it. It it reminds me of like those old school duck and cover, like duck and cover in case of a (laughs) nuclear explosion. And it's, it's almost, we are in these times where it's so like obvious and evident that they just want to, put fear into people. And so this is how they pass legislation. And yes. it's, it's all tied with something bigger profit always, right? Yes. And where we can get into big pharma if you want to jump into that. Well, before jumping into that, I want to mention that um, they are passing very scary laws here in New York. And they are not doing it through their regular legis- legislative process, right? You know, when you bring an issue to to people and people get to talk about it and whatever. No, they're doing it sneaky way through the Department of Education and through the Department of Health. You know, they just passed, you know, in February, and I was posting about this, telling people, you know, if you're in New York, you gotta call these people and tell them that you shouldn't agree with these things. So uh, let me just mention a couple of things that they passed. Please do. Uh, Yes, so they are measures for public protection, which are in the um, New York State, in that you can go to the New York State website and you can find it in the uh, in the Department of Health. So this is for our protection. Um, Always. Of course. So this, this is recent, you know, they just passed it on 222 of 2022. Oh, actually 222, 222. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, it's about face coverings. They're talking about, you know, they want to they wanna do, they want it, you know, she just lifted it, but they wanted to do the masking permanent. This is, you know, is they put it into, into um, a regulation here. Wow. They also uh, wanted to do the testing. You know, whenever they feel something's changing, they want to keep testing people because they want to keep the numbers up, right? They also are doing something about... Um, quarantining and isolation. Let me read some of those because those are the scary ones. So duty to isolate and quarantine orders. So whenever appropriate to control the spread of a highly contagious communicable disease, uh, the state commissioner may issue a local health authority to issue isolation or quarantine orders. So if you are deemed a person who is a danger to others that's probably gonna be the unvaccinated right uh, they pretty much wanna isolate you and put it put you in a place and this is in in black and white so it's very scary they don't talk about you know so they pretty much can detain you without any due process they said 
you know, the isolation. They don't talk about how long. They said, um, they were talking about, you know, they want to keep, um, they want to keep testing the person and see if he changes. I mean, like crazy things that you wouldn't think that are just, you know, some of the things that they were probably doing to, you know, to, to the Jewish people in Nazi Germany, like put them in different places and testing them. And uh, yeah, a bit more subtle, right? Yeah. Because we are more educated, which is probably why they're feeling the kickback. Um, Right. Definitely. You can see them creeping and it's scary. And it's like, people love to deem us as alarmists, but I always say the same thing. It's like, are you going to pull the alarm? Like who is going to be the one to turn down the heat of the boiling frog? Because honestly, at this point in time, these crazy things are real and they're serious and they affect and they impact people such as yourself in states like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Luckily, I, I swear to you, I haven't experienced much here in regards to that. I think Arizona has just been, they know that this is actually a deep red state, contrary to the mm. stupid election. But for the most part, I, I, it's been so much better. Like, it's been, you're going to move out here soon. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to have to if they're going to. Um, you know, one one problematic thing that also it's like in the back of my mind also is, so in the Department of Education website, right? They post about, oh, so we are, you know, we're going to remove the masks. But then right underneath, they have something about, you know, every kid should be taking the vaccination. And vaccination is the only way for us to be healthy and whatever. So I'm afraid that for this, you know, the next uh, year in September, they're going to force the kids to be vaccinated. And um, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to allow that to for my son. Yeah, I mean, that's insane. Just, I mean, we've touched base on it multiple times on how not at risk they are. I just don't understand it. Uh, It's pretty crazy um, how many vaccines over the years have been required or suggested to these kids, especially when they're newborns, right? And the whole process, it's really kicked up a huge uh, number And I'm just curious, like how people don't think for a second, like I can't see on TV now any type of prescription drug advertisement without thinking like, holy shit, this has been going on for years and now it's tenfold. So how much involved is big pharma? It's almost too evident, right? Have you ever seen that meme where it's like CNN doing a report and then this is sponsored by Pfizer. And then it cuts to another one sponsored by Pfizer, sponsored by Pfizer. And it's like, okay, like <laughs> the people doing all the terrifying and saying there's one solution just happens to be sponsored by the people providing the solution. Okay. I don't think it's, a, and it's just crazy to me. And so ask backwards because the left is supposed to be anti corporation, anti capitalism, anti big business, but it's happening right in front of their face. It's like mm-hmm. everything just shifted. I mean, talk about big pharma. Yeah, so you know, while well, I started to do some research about these vaccines and how how their you know how low their safety profile is, right? And how in their in the few months of the the first few months of the clinical trials, 12, 1,200 people died, 
right? In any other, in any other medication or vaccine or whatever, when, when 50 people died, they stop it right there. It doesn't go to the market. 1,200 people died, 1,213, and they keep going. Now, if you go into bears and it's going to show 23,000 people, and nobody's talking about that. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. That's more people that, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, 9-11, whatever, everything combined. Yeah, it's all pretty damn terrifying, and I just worry about where the hell we're going, and it's unfortunate because when it comes to, you know, people just following orders, right? This is, we go back to Nazi Germany. People are just mm-hmm. following orders, following orders. And I just watched a quick clip of mayor, your New York mayor, Eric Adams. He was on CNBC, some mm-hmm. uh, Wall Street show or whatever. And they were talking about Kyrie Irving. Uh, if you know about that, Kyrie Irving, the Brooklyn Nets player. He's standing, okay. he's standing up against the vaccines. He's unvaccinated, uh-huh. but they won't let him play in the arena because he's not unvaccinated. But get this, visiting teams that they play against, they have unvaccinated players and they can play. And so this mayor on this show basically says like, oh, look, I have to follow the rules. I have to follow the rules. I don't want to shut down the city again, right? I'm not going to let that happen. But right. it's just totally illogical. And that shit pisses me off like so much. Like he's, he seriously sounds like an idiot to me. And it's, uh, yeah. But it's a dangerous idiot. This is a dangerous oh, mentality that I think we're seeing tenfold. Totally. I mean, and they do it kind of like, in the, you know, for him to be saying like, yeah, but I don't want to shut down the city. Kind of like they want to portray themselves that they are the saviors, right? Oh, I'm doing this for your benefit. That's what they've been telling us. I'm doing this for your good. Right. Right. But they're not, you know, all the, we can never allow the violation of our human rights to be, to be in the state in which they are now masking forced vaccination, vaccinating, you know, and using is not even a vaccine, but using an experimental biologic onto people against their will that goes against the Nuremberg code that goes against me- medical ethics that goes against the emergency use authorization that goes against everything. Yeah. And the fact that they still doing that is just, I, I can't understand it. Right. And it's crazy because we know that there is some type of tie to big pharma. We know this yeah. is how they're suppressing other therapeutics because of that kind of guiding them to that uh, to yes. this one size fits all approach. And as we started off this episode, we are part of the fitness industry. Every individual is unique and different, but we all can do specific holistic, um, you know, things that make us right. more happy or make healthier. us more healthy, healthy. I mean, healthier, mm-hmm. healthier, healthier is happy by the way. <laughs> yes. Yes. Healthy is happy. Correct. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, they're called pharmaceutical lobbyists. Mm-hmm. They have infiltrated every area of our society. Did you know that the pharmaceutical lobbies, they donated $256,000 to uh, Joe Biden's presidential election? So what would you think that Joe Biden will tell people that they have to vaccinate? It has to do maybe with the fact that pharma is giving him money? Mm. Maybe. Right? It's, it should okay. be put on, it should be put on the table. We shouldn't be conspiracy theorists. Exactly, exactly. It's right that you can you can find all this is is traceable. Right. 
in 2000, this, these numbers are like really like mind blowing. Hold on. Um, yeah, like in 2019 and 2020, the pharmaceutical companies gave the most amount of money to Congress and to elective officials. They gave 600,000, 600 million. That's a lot of money. So why do you think people keep pushing in their states? So oh, 600 million to like all the officials, like in total. Yeah. Yep. That's and it's just multiple companies. And that's the other thing too. It's like, we got Moderna, we got Johnson and Johnson. Yep. And you know, just from my background, I read thousands of research papers and it's like, is this okay to just start mixing all these things like fucking cocktails? How, and dependent on who is who, especially when it comes to the kids, we need some seriously uh, strict and controlled clinical trials yeah. and ones that have already happened, have already come out with negative consequences on top of that. Plus everything was rushed and we right. can, we can't even consider or put on the table that this is profit motivated. Right. Exactly. Because we're not supposed to talk about that, but because we are a conspiracy theorist, right? <laughs> but, but a couple of kids died in, Connecticut, you know, not too far away from us, high schoolers, after taking the vaccine. An eight-year-old died like a week and a half ago. Imagine that. You give your child a vaccine and they die, and the kid dies within 48 hours. But it's right. not the vaccine. I, so I, I think, don't know what it is. Yeah, I think parents, I mean, it's unfortunate because I think some people are just way too glued to the tube. There's no turning back or no coming back for them. But yep. people, parents need more information. And yep. I highly recommend to everyone. Uh, her name is Melissa Floyd. She mm -hmm. is pretty damn thorough and one of the most brilliant people that I've come across in regards to all this vaccine information. Her podcast, um, it's called What They Aren't Telling You. And then oh, she, yeah, yeah. She just, made a re she just made a recent edition where it's called The Vaccine Conversation when she has mm -hmm. it with a doctor. And they talk about like, hey, like we're just here to give you information, right? Mm -hmm. We're here giving you the other side because what's being presented in the mainstream media is just one side of it. And right. if there are these situations where people are feeling side effects, right? I mean, mm -hmm. like, like I was mentioning with the uh, commercials, they always have, well, you're going to have... Uh, you know, diarrhea, you're going to have this, you're going to have side effects, side effects, like everyone should at least know what the potential right. side effects are. I'd be pissed, beyond pissed if my oh, kid yeah. had any side effect, let alone died. Like, how would you imagine, feel? Imagine, imagine that, imagine that. There is for, you know, I, there was a document that I was able to find from the Pfizer studies it, which they had to because they were forced to give this information because they've been hiding a lot of the, the information from the clinical um, trials. And this one is related to the adverse um, reports. And it's, it's crazy. It's like 12 pages of side effects of like all these things that can happen to people. And I have been listening to, you know, several podcasts where they talk with the, you know, they're victims, you know, they don't know, they went and they took the shot and they are now messed up for life. Some people having, you know, like a lot of athletes are dying, the young athletes are dying. Yeah, Some that's crazy. Are having, 
like nervous system, like they can walk, you know, this little girl, 12 year old, you know, she's paralyzed. She can move. No, the collapsing, the collapsing uh, soccer players. Like what the hell? Like that's kind of weird shit where they're having heart attacks on the field. Yeah. That, that never happened before 2021. Never. A young person never had a heart attack. And and it's like, why do we have to be tinfoil hat? Wearers, just because we're like, uh, this is kind of weird. And logically, you should be able to tell us that there is potential like myocarditis, like that, that this right. is a possibility. Right. You won't hear this on the mainstream media. And no. go, go figure our episode that we did got taken down from YouTube. Whack. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it got taken down for sure. I knew oh, that. No. I knew as soon, as soon as I posted it, I was like, this is going to be taken down. They've taken down like four of my episodes, but they left up a few for some reason. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why, but I don't know. There's some algorithm of just targeting and censoring. And now yeah. they're actually censoring stuff. If you post anything that might be positive about Russia, um, you'll be banned. I was watching Sports Network. I think it was like ESPN. Uh, and they were talking about how, oh, this... Uh, Russian invasion is really affecting sports leagues. And I just, I don't know. I really question what in the world is going on over there. Like, what is your thoughts over there? Yeah, I've been listening to different things. Um, obviously, I do not approve of any country invading another country. I, I I hate war. You know, I grew up in Colombia. It wasn't like a real war, but it was an internal war. Always bombs and always stuff going on. So that's yeah. I mean, I mean, we're classical liberals, like the founding fathers. I mean, it it, it is an anti-war thing to be. Um, it is a classical liberal thing to be anti-war. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. I, it pains my heart to see videos of yeah. you know neighborhoods desecrated from bombs and apartments being hit with missiles and people crying. Yeah. It sucks, but I can't help the fact that I am just scarred. From the media, and so when yeah, I well, when I see certain is, when I see yeah. certain channels, I'm like, uh, red flag. That when they say something, right? The reality is that we cannot trust them. Why we cannot trust them? First of all, because seventy percent of their budget comes from pharmaceutical companies. Shit. So can we trust that what they're saying is anything related to the truth when they're telling us the vaccine is safe and effective? When he's killing 30,000 people, 2 million people have been adversely, you know, have had adverse effects. When effectiveness, you know, how effective a drug can be if the person who gets that drug is still getting the disease. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't trust any major, even like Fox either, because, you know, they also are paid. Yeah, Um, yeah. it's not a bipartisan thing. Yeah. Uh, but no. but in regards to what what is going on overseas, like what is your honest thoughts right now? I know for sure there's going to be more and more shit that unveils down the road, and yeah, it, it, well, it, like always. But what do you what what is your uh, theory? So one of the things that I was I, I I heard is that so you know how in China they had those labs of you know where they were doing the um, gain of research function so yeah, it yeah. seems that they they have some of those in the ukraine and putin 
didn't want any involvement with that and wanted to get rid of that because they are doing the same thing that they did in China, you know, by, and by the way, this, this, this uh, SARS-CoV-2 that we, you know, that came from China, it already, like two already, two more times already, they had a problem with the virus that, you know, get exposed to people and it came out of the, of the, of the lab. So those things, we shouldn't be doing that, right? That's bioterrorism, you mm-hmm. know, creating bioweapons. So we don't really, I gotta say that we don't know the full, the full story and we, the, we are only hearing one part of the story. I also know that, you know, some of the people in the Ukraine, they're mentioning that, you know, the government is not really like a, a democracy where, you know, you can go and say whatever you want. No, really. They were saying that the, the president, he pretty much took over and the media got shut down when the elections happened or something like that. He was just like, he pretty much took over and he's in power. So we don't, we don't really know. Yeah. And that's the thing. Uh, it's just like what happened with, when that whole debacle was occurring between Hamas and Israel, all mm-hmm. of a sudden everyone on social media just had something to say. And it was mm-hmm. just crazy how I saw the polarization even in something that they had no idea what they're talking about. Like, you know, that's a real complicated issue, but you'll see right-wing people for Israel, left-wing going for Hamas and Palestinians. Right. And, and it, it almost seems like it's kind of in that same mix right now. Like I Mm -hmm. see, and then uh, doing these ridiculous headlines um, about Trump and GOP members siding with Putin and trying to glorify Biden as the good guy. But I'm just really confused. Like if Trump is a Russian asset, which he was claimed to be for four years, he was the puppet, right? How is it during his four years, there was no war, but as soon as he gets out, now all of a sudden Vladimir Putin is going to do something, right? And I'm not even touching base on like the pipelines and all that stuff. But in general, I just want people to think, why, why is that? How is that possible? And I think uh, the the theory is like, come on, Biden is weak. And so Putin wants to make a move. And whatever those underlying conditions are with gain of function or what have you, who the hell knows? But all I know is this much. I don't trust Biden, the administration and the mainstream media, period, with this whole debacle. I I have my eyebrows raised. (laughs) I don't know for sure. And and also like the fact that um, Biden, I was actually just listening to something where, you know, this guy... I forgot his name, but he wrote a book about how the Bidens have, they received $30 million. Let me tell you what's the name of the book. They received $30 million from uh, from China. And also they have receiving a lot of money from the Ukraine. So, you know. And we've been hearing about this. Yeah. If there is so much money going on and all that stuff, and then them closing the, the you know, the gas um, pipeline here. Obviously, there are all this stuff going on. We just, we don't hear about it, but it's it's very fishy. And by the way, yeah, for us to feel safe with Biden, I don't know who will feel safe under uh, Biden. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. I, it, I just keep thinking, okay, that Time magazine that had a picture of Biden with the aviators, and it was Vladimir Putin in the reflection. I don't know if you saw that, but they were trying no, to make... They were trying to make it look like Joe Biden was so tough on Putin. And according to Putin's video that I watched, apparently he just threatened us and said, hey, if you intervene, we're going to use nukes on you. 
okay, like who makes that statement so confidently to the United States if they don't back it up? So now it's right. like, I don't understand how Biden now from the mainstream media is our savior is trying to save us from this war. <laughs> I just can't believe no. it, to be honest, but let me, He's, let me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it. the current wave of uh, defama- uh, defamation, it's to smear political enemies like Trump because he made a, a a remark saying that Putin was smart. And so now they're tying. Well, that, but by the way, saying that somebody who, even if he's a dictator or whatever, he, saying that the person is smart because he's attacking when the, all the other person, you know, all the other governments are weak, that's smart. That doesn't say that you, you, you are not glorifying that person. You are not saying, oh, you are, you know, that's good. You are saying, yeah, he made the right move. Right. Just, and- like, just like I would say that Fauci is smart. You know, he's been... He's been aligned uh, to people for two years, and he's done an amazing job. So it doesn't mean that I like him, and that would be the worst thing I can say, you know. But telling the truth, yeah, he's smart. The yeah, fact that he, he he makes the move now when Biden is in, in office, of course. Yeah, great comparison. Uh, they got to be smart. Fauci is smart when yep. he's in front of the committee, yep. and Rand Paul's drilling him. He at least avoids it. Uh, to some extent, but I think it's revealing. But for the most part, yeah, these people can still be smart, right? Yeah. Xi, uh, Xi Ping, Xi Jinping, he he can be smart mm-hmm. too, but it doesn't mean they're good people. Exactly. And, and well, it doesn't just, mean that we support them. Yeah, and, it, and so here's a CNN headline: Trump sides with Putin as Biden tries to stop a war. Business Insider: Trump. Other top conservatives rally to Putin's side as he threatens Ukraine. And then ABC's The View. People on the right in this country are on Putin's side. It's a parallel to the insurrection. And it's just these same old narrative painting bullshit propagandists mm-hmm. doing their thing. And this is why I'm, I'm just sitting back right now. This is my first time talking about it. But in general, like... Something is something is afoot and something isn't quite the full picture, right? Totally, totally. We're definitely, you know, just like with everything that's happening, we don't see everything that's happening underneath. And, you know, people say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, the fact <laughs> that there are forces working behind all this is the truth. Yeah, I don't even see why that's a... How is that even... Like when people say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory, it's like there's never been people at the very top conspiring to push agendas. And there's never you don't think that Putin has like a crew of people that he meets with that gives him advice like he's just God over there swinging. No, um, I, I, I just never understood that. Like there can't be some type of elite or some type of group of people that you don't see. Of course. I, I, it's it's just crazy that even if you think that now, if you agree with me right now, Adriana. Okay. Well, you're we, are, we are Nazis and we are <laughs> whatever else. Oh, that's what we could talk about, too. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Canada convoy? Oh, yes. That's the great subject. Don't mind, don't mind me um, pouring some wine. Go ahead. Cheers to you and to us and to the world and to freedom. And um I think that is great. I actually, I was posting and I, I, you know, I decided to, um, in my neighborhood to say, you know, if anybody wants to contribute and, you know, we went and we bought a lot of stuff for them and, and 
they have locations in an island where you know where they are acquiring food and stuff for them so because here in the united states um we're gonna do the same thing yeah yeah, yeah. i hear about that uh they yeah. just came so, through uh, arizona yeah so i think it's great i think that the only way in which we can stand up you know if the government refuses to follow the law because they are not following the law by them making edicts that they are unconstitutional that they are unlawful you know and then what can we do so one of the things that we can do is civil disobedience right we can protest we can take them to court which is what we have been doing we are not being you know insurrectionists whatever we're not doing anything wrong we're doing everything that we're supposed to do within our means and one of the things that the canadians you know you know one of the things like the canadians they have the this um Everybody knows that they are so nice and so sweet. They are very mild manner, but they push them to the limit. For them to do this, you know, there is one guy that I follow, you know, it's a big dude and he's a trucker. And he's like, he, um, but you know, but, but you see they were there for almost three weeks. And all you saw in the streets was everybody, you know, putting uh, songs, dancing, praying, Nothing violent. The only moment in which became violent in which w- was when the thug Trudeau, which I call him a thug and, and a freaking um, dictator, go and attack these people for doing nothing, for for ha- for exercising their freedom of assembly rights. Yeah, and that's when I thought things were insanely crazy because when yeah. I hear this thug, which is exactly what Justin mm-hmm. Trudeau is, yep. Um, I hear him in parliament and he's actually trying to pull the Nazi card on Canadians. I was listening to Jordan Peterson, who's from Toronto and I'm listening to Jordan Peterson on this show uh, with Patrick bet David, a podcast. And he just started laughing so genuinely, like you're calling Canadians Nazis who wave Confederate flags. The, The reality is they probably have no idea what a Confederate flag exactly. even, even so represents. Have, of course. <laughs> it's just there was so ridiculous. Somebody from America that they went there to try to infiltrate, to try to make show them as they are like crazy persons, crazy people, but they were doing absolutely nothing for three weeks until he said, oh, there isn't a state of emergency. What's the emergency? This is something that, you know, you do a president or, or somebody in power does when there is a war, when somebody's being attacked. Meanwhile, what are they doing? They are protesting outside. They are they are holding their ground and they're saying we want the mandates lifted. That's all. And yeah. then they, they trample over people with their horses, they spray people with maize, they beat some people out, they arrested them, they broke the windows. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand where people's minds are when you see these videos. And the the only reason why people would just think otherwise is they're not getting the full context. They're not seeing the same videos that we're seeing. They're, right. not, being, they're not being pushed. And that's what sucks. And uh, it, 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 this is, Justin Trudeau showed his true colors. And yes. I have a, he, what is he going to do? He's done, like in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I think the people really see, especially Canadians. And when this starts happening here, I mean, apparently they put up fences uh, around the D.C., in anticipation mm. of this, right? Oh, yeah. 
Yes, they, they, they've been doing that for a while. So why would you think that a president will be telling people to do put fences outside the White House? It's because he's not a president of the people, right? Because he's fearing that people are going to revolt. And Correct. why are you going to revolt? Because you are violating the rights. Exactly. Trump didn't put up any damn fences. I mean, except when right. they were fucking rioting like and burning down right. the church. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, it's just pretty ass backwards and uh it's it's a little scary and I, I just don't oh, I, I would say more than a little scary. more than a little more than a little, yeah. yes. I feel like I'm in this cocoon over here in Arizona, like everything is like <laughs> and, and yeah, I, you're you're I, not experiencing the full the full effect of things. But the whole but, but here, you know, here in New York, I feel that we're very close to these kind of things. You know, like I was telling you, these laws that they are passing, and you know, in in Canada, they froze the accounts of the of these people. Imagine that they froze accounts of a of a lady. You know, she was a single mother because she donated fifty dollars to the truckers. Mm-hmm. They froze her account. That's insanity. Yeah, and it's all about how they portray who they're supporting, right? But if it's Black Lives Matter, you're oh, good. You're good, right? You can, you can burn buildings. You can at, attack people and it's, it's peaceful. Yeah, and what's unfortunate is like, I've been to several cities, including this one and Phoenix, people who have seen it firsthand that they were not peaceful whatsoever. And in fact, damn near all of them that were up 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 close and personal to it they were saying it was strategic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was very oh, strategic. totally and what's new, sucks- new york city they burnt they put fires they you know they broke all the windows of all the stores it was but it's pretty strategic uh, they wanted some chaos and i always wondered like how the hell are they making a living how are they getting food right now what mm-hmm. they're just out there this entire time and and i always reach back this is a big red flag to me um they they didn't send anyone home during covid uh no. they're immune they're immune right well you know the <laughs> the virus doesn't attack people who belong to to uh black lives matter it doesn't attack people who are in restaurants after um they sit down when they're sitting down or like uh, before 10 o'clock or something, <laughs> there were some crazy times in which the virus will come alive or something. It's yeah. just insane. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I just can't help but think of like other countries in the past and how they crumble from within. And I just don't know if this is like, something that is comparable or it is comparable to an extent, just a bit more sophisticated and different because of social media and the media and their grasp on things. But it is pretty similar, no? It is very similar. And, you know, I I recently connected with a guy who's a Navy SEAL and he was born in Poland under Russia uh, regime. So they were communists. And, you know, he was able to leave this, you know, the the country when he was like 17 or so. But he spent a lot of time in jail because he didn't want to learn Russian. He didn't want to follow the communist regime. And then he was able to escape. And then he came here. He became a a Navy SEAL. And um, he was talking about 
what I'm seeing right now here, the same thing, you know, like when you come from another country, you are able to see things maybe faster than when you grow up here, you know, like mm. for me, the signs are all over about like how things are not good and right. they are not going, going in the right direction. And, you know, it's scary. And, you know, he was talking about, you know, in Russia and I mean, in Poland under, you know, communist regime, you know, same thing, like what, the same thing that's happening here, but it's happening slowly. You know, it never happens like, you know, in Nazi Germany, they didn't, you know, Hitler didn't come in power and took all the Jews and kill them. No. It, it was, was 17 years. Right. And it was like, oh, well, you know, the Jews, they are, you know, they have diseases. We have to put them, you know, they have to do this. They have to show us a, a passport card for their health. You know, it was all these little, 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 little things that they were doing. The same thing is happening here. Mm-hmm. It's scary. Yeah. And uh, it's unfortunate because if you even mention this, especially those who come from other countries, it's like th- this was another big awakening moment for me or an unveiling. I wanted to talk to people that did not grow up here. Like, yeah. have you seen shit like this before? Like, mm-hmm. what are you seeing? Um, yeah. And it's unfortunate. Uh, I talked to a nurse. She was um, upset because her mom escaped i forget which country it was but she escaped the country because of it and then now yeah. she's kind of falling under the hypnosis here oh, she's, no. more, she's more left yeah so there's those as well right yeah. so that it always makes me wonder like is this ever like gonna end this this polarization how do we bring them together and i i truly believe if people just get a bit more educated with what america is about and those ideals I think we could yeah. come together, but it's looking it's looking grim. But this is why I did the podcast. It is. It is. You know, it's like if you study, I think, do you have a background in psychology at all or no? Uh, no psychology. I mean, I took psychology Science. courses in, okay. re- in relation yeah. to kinesiology. That's all. But I know right. the basics. Right. But if you know, you know, if you know that people under a certain amount of stress, you know, they react totally different than when, you know, life is normal, right? Mm-hmm. So if they have been having these campaigns for two years, this fear-mongering that they're going to die, that they, people give up their rights. People do whatever they're told, you know? And that's, you know, one of my posts today in, um, in LinkedIn was like, this is scary. You know, the, the fact that some people still believe that it's okay to give up your rights because yeah. you feel, but be, to feel safe. You know, it's also about like have you know, like we were talking about this about having no no responsibility for your life. You think that you're gonna have a savior who's gonna do things for you? No, they're they're no saviors. Your only savior is yourself. Yeah, it's and it's always like that. I mean, uh, Fidel Castro. I mean, mm-hmm. these are just prime examples. It's always you know, some people say that <laughs> that that's to those father. Yeah, father. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just heard this. <laughs> Not too long ago, and I was but just they like, like look alike. I, they do look alike, and there's like some story behind it too. So it's very weird, but I'm just like, I don't know if I'm gonna jump on board with that. But right, he does, right. he does look like that, and it's pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, well, the mother, you know, they do have, you know, through those parents, they did have a lot of like affinity for fidel and they were swingers according to what people say yeah yeah yeah, exactly so uh, this is like this is the rumor i'm just like oh i don't know but uh, on on that point 
he did. Did you see that video where he was like applauding and worshiping China oh, as, yeah. a, as a dictatorship? Like he was just like, I'm so impressed with their dictatorship and how they're able to grow. And this dude is a full blown communist. Like yeah. that's oh, the definition, totally, like totally. that's the definition of it. Like, right. period. Like if, if, if the country, you know, when yeah, they ask him, what, what country do you admire? You know, you, you could think of millions of countries that. What about the next door neighbor? China. Right, exactly. <laughs> and he goes, China, you know, they are able to get things done, whatever. Of course they get able to get things done. They're killing everybody. They're putting people in camps that they, you know, they do have, a, they, they have become a, a good um, industrious, com- you know, country compared to what they used to be because because of that people are forced into camps to work and they're able to get shit done like he yeah. likes but and that's and that's the common misconception there is actually sick people out there who still believe that Joseph Stalin brought them like into a whole new like era of enlightenment and industrialization but at the at the expense of what what exactly. what do, what do the uh ends mean according to the means of getting there like exactly it's not the same thing but i have been doing some serious studying about free societies the mm-hmm. philosophies of milton freeman and thomas soul yep. like free societies where we don't have the force the iron fists and china mm-hmm. can get away with it right now i think they're just on a whole nother level when it comes to like their sophistication with like technology and lord knows what else they're doing over there to be honest like, yeah uh, we never know yeah exactly they, they they do some very interesting shit and i'm just like okay i'm more nervous of that taking over the world right yeah. how, how how realistic is this and again tinfoil hat uh we talk about this great reset and we get oh, called yeah. conspiracy theorists but literally all these head honchos are literally quoting and saying this and new world order is not some conspiracy theory anymore because all these head honchos globalists they are literally saying these exact coin terms what the hell how are we crazy yeah and how do you explain that that most of the you know the major countries they reacted to the virus in the same way because everybody already knew what the plan was, you know, and the plan wasn't to help people get healthier, deal with the disease, deal with the virus, get them, you know, some assistance. No, the plan was a militarized response to be able to gain control. And how do you gain control? You know, fear mongering. And, you know, then they will be able to violate the freedoms, get rid of democracy, get, get, get rid of, you know, the Bill of Rights. Right now, we don't have a censorship. You know, we don't have the, the First Amendment. Censorship is all over the place. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was able to go back to LinkedIn, but uh, I'm, I'm on, the, on a trial basis. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're bound to get banned. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, the global stuff, that stuff is kind of some scary waters to tread in, to say the least. Um, but I it's, feel... Uh, I feel like without the structures and things that we have in place here that are definitely taking years to erode, we've seen it, but we'd be just like Australia, you know, something entirely insane 
totalitarian, but all under the guise that it's for our own good. And so for all the naysayers, I just wonder, I'm just like, well, when it starts happening, like, are you going to admit that you were an idiot or you weren't trying to pay attention? Like it's one thing, it's one thing to just not pay attention Mm -hmm. and then call me a conspiracy theorist versus someone who's genuinely just, I'm oblivious, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I just hate, you know, one, one of the things that I tell people is that if you study history, right, you will see that, you know, in Nazi Germany, the ones who were doing the killings and whatever, that was the minority of the Germans. Most of them, they were, you know, like you and me, they were teachers, they were nurses, they were whatever, but they just never said anything and everybody just followed along with the program. That's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, I tell people, you got to speak up. If you don't feel that this is, you know, that this is something that it doesn't feel good in your gut, you got to speak up. Uh, when did you say you came here again? That was um, that was around like over twenty years ago, a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> you you mentioned it briefly, but uh, do you know of like stories from parents or other friends, family about what was happening in Colombia, and then what do you see that kind of correlates from there? Um. Well, definitely what you see is that you cannot really speak freely, you know, like if you speak against people who, you know, back then the cartels, you know, they had a lot of power and they will pay the the government off, you know, so whatever they, you know, Pablo Escobar, he had, he was in jail, but his jail was like, imagine he had whatever food he has, he had guns, he had everything. So how is that, you know, being in jail? So. You know, anybody who spoke against them, they disappear. And here, well, now we're not being killed yet, you know, like, for instance, like with this uh, drug, the guy that I connected, Navy SEAL from Poland, you know, people will disappear there if they started talking against the, the regime. But but here, they're disappearing you socially, right? Because now social media is what's what people uh, deal with. So that's how they started to disappear you. That's how they start to segregate you. So if this keeps going. Who, who knows where it ends up? Yeah. And it's like the, the drug lords, Escobar, they're just out in the open. They know they're doing this stuff, but here it's like accepted, like big pharma. It's same right. song and dance, right? Pay off the government to do your deeds. It's yeah. I'm not going to get in trouble. And let's censor people that even try to question it. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm pretty sure we could pinpoint that to a lot of different countries, right? Oh, totally. It's It's like the same song and dance. Same. It's very, very scary. And one of the things that I was, um, that I, I was, you know, in the podcast, somebody was talking about. uh, So we have this pandemic. And we had the response from all the countries that they were pretty similar. You know, the UK did the same thing. Australia, they did the same thing. And they went a little bit overboard. But guess why they went overboard? The same thing with Canada. The difference between them and us is that we have guns here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we wouldn't, we probably would be in the same place. Yeah. I I mean, I don't see how we aren't going to be in the same place without that. I mean, because we have an insane amount of gun ownership. I forgot the Mm -hmm. number, but the amount of gun ownership, especially 
when Black Lives Matter was occurring that skyrocketed. Yeah, yep. Multiple sources that I know personally and just based off my reading. And so yep. this is a good point just for the simple fact that they know or they aren't sure who has a gun, why they're not good. They're going to be a little, little less aggressive. <laughs> right. That's why they do it here behind the closed doors, behind the curtains. They push the laws here when nobody sees, you know, they cannot do it blatantly because people will revolt. Exactly. And so that's, that's insane. And then also it's like, there's tons of ex military Marines, Navy SEALs yes. that, mm-hmm. Their 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 antennas are going right now, and yep. I don't think you want to mess with those people. They, they, no. And so I I believe they're aware of this, and then on top of all of that, it with all this being said, it's another reason why I kind of went. You know what? I'm even more in support of that Second Amendment, especially if you can't prove that all this crime that's occurring um, is due to that. If you can't prove that to me statistically or show some type of causation, then right. I'm not going to approve your legislation. <laughs> right. No, well, you know, like, um, criminals, right? They don't get their guns. Uh, they don't get their guns in the right way. Right. They just buy them off the market. So the those black are market. The people, right. Those are not the people who are the gun owners, you know, because they're not registered. Right. Mm-hmm. So all these people committing the crimes has nothing to do with gun ownership because the people who own guns, they are not the ones who are committing crimes. They are in their homes and they are just keeping the gun for protection, which I'm actually considering buying a gun. I mean, you might as well. I mean, oh yeah. It, worst because case scenario. It's always worst case scenario. And then just being able to know how to use it. I, I always yeah. think of myself like worst case scenario. If there's ever a catastrophe, yep. like we end up being in some zombie apocalypse, the walking dead. Yeah, <laughs> like, but the what are the most are the pouches of the world. Yeah, the pouches. Like worst case scenario, like what are the main things? Food, shelter, and some fucking yep. protection. And and yep. people, people are a good resource as long as you can yeah. trust. Them. Um, right. So but, we got we gotta build communities and we gotta build people who you know, we are able to trade with each other. You know, I've also been hearing about how, you know, maybe at some point they're going to, the internet is, imagine if the internet is gone. Now, before people used to have landlines, right? Now everything is through the cell phone. If this is gone, imagine what would happen. Yeah, I I, I don't know. And, you know, this is one of, this is one of those beliefs that down the road, there is going to be some type of, blackout or whatever and how yeah. real how real that is who the hell knows who knows right but uh it is something to consider when you're talking about being a self-sustained free individual yeah you're that reliant on technology electricity mm-hmm. the food down the street um they do have control over you especially your currency yeah. if they freeze your bank account these are all kinds of things that i'm just kind of like well how self-sufficient can we get? It takes money to do it. I can't just snap my fingers, but you right, can at least right. work at it little by little. Yeah. You know, you You know, like we, we never thought, I mean, I never thought that I was gonna see a government freezing banks accounts. And that's just happening like not too far away from us. Gary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think right now though, I feel like this this is not working out in favor. For the Democrats, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people locally that are really, really concerned about the election and 
just the statutes being broken and the yes. mistreatment of poll watchers and a ton of different things we can get into. But the fact of the matter is they are concerned about the elections. They want them done fairly. I think they are going to be done fairly this time because a lot of people more so people on the right or people just a brain just mm-hmm. wants it fair without elite right. voting. I think there's going to be a shift in the end of this year. Um, I hope so. I, I hope so too, but I genuinely believe there will be. Uh, no one's a savior, but as long as we can just get the crazies out. And I think yeah. the crazies, I think the crazies really do sense that. This is why Hochul yep. and company, they're now they're lifting it. I'm really yep. curious what Biden is gonna mumble during a state of the union tomorrow. Uh, probably not probably um just half sentences as always. Nothing coherent. <laughs> nothing co- nothing coherent. And if he does say anything that is coherent, it's everything's great. Inflation's oh, yeah. on, inflation's in your head. I'm stopping this war. Uh COVID is finally going down. Look at us. We got because, nothing. Because of me, right? It was because all because it. of me. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I, I'm really looking forward to it. Actually, I just want to. I, I just watched, grab my popcorn. Oh my! And then God. I always yeah. watch. I always watch Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki, her uh, oh. the press secretary. I always watch her because she is so revealing on the Jeez. agenda. She's terrible. Worst press secretary I've ever seen. She's oh so no, bad. she's she's just also so sneaky. She just slithers her way into every question, right? Yeah, into every yeah. real question, but. Yeah. But one thing I want to mention though, that we cannot, so we are in the situation in which we are because of us. Mm-hmm. We have been complacent for too long. We haven't been involved in, you know, BOE meetings. We haven't been involved in our community. We haven't, you know, we haven't been paying attention. We haven't been holding um, officials accountable. School board, right? even. You know, exactly. all exactly. the way to the schools. Exactly. So now I hope, you know, like that this brings a wake up call for everybody. And that now we're like, you know what? We cannot rely on on officials. You know, it's kind of like leaving a kid next to his favorite, you know, dessert or cookie or candy, whatever. You cannot leave your child, your little one next to the candy because he's going to go for the candy. Right. Mm-hmm. If you don't want him to eat the candy, don't put the candy in front of him. This is what we're doing with these politicians. Leave them over there. And we, we think, oh, yeah, they're going to do the right thing. Yeah. Mm. No. Power does an amazing thing. Right. So we have to keep people accountable. Otherwise, we'll end up in the same mess. Hopefully, we can correct it. I mean, I'm glad you are hopeful. But all these things that are going <laughs> on behind behind the curtain, I don't know. Yeah. And- and so it's liberty in and itself. It's been a very short thing on the spectrum mm-hmm. of human yeah. existence. Yeah. We're, probably, we're probably like right here, this right. much, like very tiny amount of time that we've had some free democratic societies. It wasn't too long ago. It was uh, the czar of Russia and feudalistic societies, right? Yeah. And so we have to think like, okay, we've had it for so long or for so like short of a time frame compared to how long we've been oh, in existence, yeah. like slavery and just feudalistic societies and stuff like that. And so that's why I, what I've learned that's 
probably one of the most important things with the Constitution and the Founding Fathers is they built a system understanding that your child will reach for that candy. The, if they are in power, they will become tyrannical. Whether good mm-hmm. intentions or bad, they understand. That's why they built these safeguards. Yeah. So there's other people that are just like, hey, I'm noticing you. You're doing it. Right. And so right. that's why red flags are up. Like when Fauci, right. when Fauci says things like, if you question me, you're questioning science. That's a red flag. That's a red right. flag. And but the thing is, he's been around for 40 plus years, right? And now it's pretty much, you know, most people know that he's a crook, pretty much, you know, like he he co-founded, in, you know, Moderna, that vaccine, he has patents of it. So he makes money on it. On Pfizer, he makes money. On Rendezvous, he makes money. So how can we trust somebody who's telling us, okay, this is what you should do when you're receiving money from these companies. And then you're telling us, oh, you should take that drug, right? Yeah. So, but where is the accountability? He should be incarcerated. You know what he has done to this country? He yeah. he shouldn't be walking outside, much less serving yeah. in, in Washington anymore. Yeah, someone in parliament like called out Trudeau and said, you know, the things that you're doing right now, once upon a time, people would be hung for it. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, like some serious yeah. treasonous shit, you know? Right. You and, know what happened to the doctors in Nazi Germany? We hung them. Yeah, I, I I only know. Just very like, you know, I don't want to get um, into what should happen to Fauci, but <laughs> that's what we did. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty insane, and uh, I, and that's why I have. So back to the main point, wrapping it around, I do have hope because we do have people such as yourself, such as like all the people that marched on January six, mm-hmm. right? Not mm-hmm. the select few that probably right. were all drunk right. <laughs> they're probably drunk and just said fuck it we're going in mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that's a small segment of the millions of people like trump got 10 million more votes never happened ever yeah ever obama won his second term and he lost like 3 million or 2.5 million votes yeah it's, it's never happened so i think just because the media it's just so overwhelming. And yes, the local officials. So unfortunately, there's some states such as yours, California, where mm-hmm. I'm just like, they're lost causes. Yeah. They probably But you know what? I still have a little, you know, I hope that maybe we can switch it this November. Well, that's what I'm saying. Don't underestimate the safeguards mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the United States because we're all sovereign nations, like states. Yeah. So that's why you can say Governor DeSantis, he's the man. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You can go there if shit hits the fan. You yeah. can go there and you feel that community, that support, right? It's when all the governors mm-hmm. turn on you. It's when all the houses, branches are controlled by one faction. Doesn't matter if it's a Republican or Democrat, just as yeah. long as that's when I think we should be like, oh shit, it's over. Right. Right. And now we're now we're going to Cuba, not the other way around. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's not a matter of, you know, Republican and Democrat. And it's this. not. It's a matter of who's following the Constitution. That's it. It's, just just see who is your leader, your official following the Constitution, yes or not. Tyranny, tyranny versus self-governance. Right. Uh, uh, I interviewed someone who said that. It's not Democrat, mm-hmm. Republican. It's mm-hmm. tyranny versus, like, freedom, basically. Right. And, right. 
and I, I'm sorry. Like, if we're going to really play that game, I'm on the free side, you know? Of course. No, we 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 don't admire China as Trudeau does. So <laughs> we don't want to end up there. Yeah. Well, I know we bounced around a lot. Yes. Today. I mean, just I, I was wondering if there was anything else you wanted to get off of your chest. to kind Yes. Of the, o- the only thing I want to get off my chest, because... Um, you know, mentioning the fact that this virus is over in, in reality, scientifically, and in reality, it's over despite what Hockel says and despite what Biden says, whatever. Um, but the fact that there are huge forces working to to make um, to make everything like a, a totalitarian state or the countries that's still scary. And I'm going to tell you that. The World Health Organization, right? The WHO, they have been talking about how to approach a pandemic, right? And what kind of response are they going to have? So this just happened on December of 2021. You know, um, a lot of nations, they get together and they talk about, which is what they've been doing. They talk about how, you know, how to strengthen the pandemic uh, response. And what they are trying to do is they gonna do a treaty in which who, um, WHO, is gonna have all the power to tell all the countries what to do. So if the United States and pretty much every, everyone in Europe, and you can go to the um, um, WHO website and you can see, it's called the World Health Assembly, agrees to launch process to develop historical global according on pandemic prevention, preparedness and response. So the responses they are talking about are about a military response to a pandemic. Just what, just the same thing that they've been doing, but they're going to do this in a more synchronized level across all countries. Mm-hmm. So this is scary. And the fact that they are planning and they're going to meet next year for everybody to sign in and saying that they are in into it. That's. Well, I, this I'm is very, what keeps me up at night. This kind of yeah. there's still all these forces working, and we are just so so. They're talking about how in um yeah they're gonna assembly in 2024 about how they're gonna deal with the next pandemic. And by the way, you know we never really talked about pandemics in the past, right? For the past hundreds of years. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, they are always preparing for a pandemic. That's kind of like, mm-hmm. hmm. well, yeah. well I, mean, you, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you listened to my episode, but you liked it on Instagram uh, when I was talking about Milton Friedman, uh-huh. and the Great Depression, mm-hmm. how they implemented more government intervention and policies yeah. to prevent a future Great Depression. Right. Same song and dance, just make it a yeah. little bigger, get a little bit yeah. more other people, uh, get more people on board with it. But mm-hmm. my hopes, because that sounds terrifying, but again, if you want the United States on board, the federal government, I, I have a funny feeling, even if they jump into that, states here, we are sovereign. So the governors can be like, screw you, right? And mm-hmm. this is why DeSantis right? Governor yep. Abbott, mm-hmm. people that didn't go along with the federal government because yep. they know how to run the constitution. They understand how to operate within it. That's why right. they get so much kickback. And so yes. 
again, I'm optimistic. I think these elections are really going to go our way because the Democrats are really behaving in a very skittish way, a little offsetting. Because I think once they realize when shit hits the fan, they are going to be done. These people, when they run in these positions, they cannot go in public again. Like, what can they do? They literally can't even get a job at McDonald's. Right. Like, they can't do anything. So I think humans will be humans. They're going to walk on eggshells when the pressure is put. And again, it's all from we the people. And yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, saying. And I love it. I, I learned more about it. But um, yeah, last closing statement. What you got for us? Where can we find you? Um, yeah, I'm on. Well, you, if you go to my blog, you can find my uh, my social media uh, but you can just Google Adriana Albritton, A-L-B-R-I-T-T-O-N, uh, Fit and All, my blog, F-I-T-N-A-L-L. Fit and All. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, connect with me. I'm in LinkedIn again. And uh, God knows for how long. Uh, on Facebook. <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll post this and I guarantee it's going to be shut down very quickly. Um but yeah, I mean, but, but, you know, one thing to remind people is that, yeah, you know, it's good to remain positive and hopeful because um, what we have as a base, which is the constitution, but we also have to keep our antennas up. We have to keep vigilant and we have to keep our officials accountable and we have to take care of ourselves. Stop trying to hope for the government to come and do and save you. The only person who's going to save you is yourself. That's it. Absolutely right. And the importance of the grassroots and the local officials. Yeah. It's really coming to uh, come into the lens yeah. for me, at least. And I hope yeah. many others. Um, but anywho, I cannot thank you enough. This one has. Well, thank been, you. Yes. I, really, I enjoy this conversation probably a little bit more than the last one, to be honest. A little bit different yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. A little bit more vastness to it, but I can't thank you enough. Uh, maybe a part three is in order. We'll see. Absolutely. Uh, but it was again, such a pleasure. <laughs> absolutely. Enjoy your vodka. And uh, I will. Ho- hopefully, we'll do this again. <laughs> Adriana Albritton, she's out. Mm-hmm.